So hello, everybody. Welcome to The Now Podcast. I am Tara Honeywell, and I'm so excited to be here today with a very special guest. I'm here with Olivia Holm. Hello, Olivia. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. We're so, so excited to welcome you here today and have a chat. There's so much to talk about. So first and foremost, for our listeners, can you just let us know a little bit about yourself? We ask this question, who am I? Who am I? Yeah, that's uh, been an ongoing question for the last two years, (laughs) definitely. And I think the answer might be a little bit different today than uh, when I first walked in here two years ago. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, in short... um, my name is Livia, and mm-hmm. I'm from um, I'm from Stockholm originally, but now I'm staying here in Gothenburg. Um, I'm 28 years old, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, um, well, who am I? Yeah, um, yeah. So I grew up in Stockholm. Um, I started playing soccer very early, and uh, that's been a big part of my um, my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I love I love it uh, a lot. Um, uh, yeah, and then when I was eleven, I moved to the states, mm-hmm. to Texas, and uh, I think something that's kind of big part of uh, I guess my story. There's a lot of good things that happened there, but also I think a little bit of a culture shock for me. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a big difference, uh, I think. Uh, between Sweden and the States. Especially for an 11-year-old. For 11 year old, yeah. It was, um, I was so used to uh, being in school and we pretty much just played. And uh, yeah, all I could remember before that was that I played soccer during our recess and, mm. and things like that. Mm. And then coming to the States and I got to see how life would be if you focus a lot on performance. Mm. Uh, there was a lot of focus on performance. Uh, we got grades. Uh, you were measured in how well you performed in school, which was very new to me. Yeah, it was very, very different. And um, uh, I think that s- triggered something mm. in me. Mm. I realized that uh, maybe I need to perform to I know, get friends in some ways. Yeah, sure. um, to fit in. To, to fit feel. in, yeah, yeah, because it was such a big part of the culture in some way mm. talked a lot about performance mm. even when you're 11 years old mm-hmm. um so i think um I, the first six months was not good i mean i couldn't i didn't know the language uh so it was of course also that a big change but then after six months uh one day we started playing soccer during recess and i felt like oh this is this is my expertise this yeah. is what i do and uh, i joined and it was a lot of fun and uh, well, I got my first friend in six months because all of a sudden everybody wanted to be friends with me <laughs> because um, she's yeah, scoring. Yeah, she, yeah, she's good at <laughs> soccer. And uh, yeah, that's when I realized, okay, this is actually a way to get people to like you if you mm. if you perform very well. Um, yeah, so that triggered something, and uh, I just got this focus. So. I learned uh, English quite quick and um, played soccer quite seriously. Um, and we had a full-time coach and there were tryouts. 
uh, we worked out a lot. But it was, um, yeah, it's, uh, it triggered something. So that's when I got to, you know, to, to learn how to, how do I manage school in a way that I could get the best grades and mm. also what do I need to do to perform well in sports. Mm. And uh, I managed to do that. Mm. And um, in some ways it helped me a lot because, I mean, school became much easier afterwards. And um, uh, I managed to get good grades mm. throughout my, my, my studies, and, um, which also made me end up doing uh, later on university studies in economics, which I did right after uh, gymnasium, we mm -hmm. call it here. Mm -hmm. um, was this still in Texas? No, you this is when I moved back, mm -hmm. yeah, so I'm moving forward a little bit. What was it like to come back to Sweden after that? Um, I thought it was uh, fun to move back mm. because I got so much more freedom. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, that's what I miss the most, I think, mm. just being able to... Um, take my bike to a friend's house or uh, take the bus to go shopping or something like that. Because mm -hmm. when we lived in the States, I was very dependent on my mom driving mm. me everywhere. Mm. I mean, we had almost an hour to soccer practice just with the car. Wow. Which was, uh, of course, a big difference than I could take my bike five minutes to soccer practice when I lived in Sweden. So, um, yeah, I was very dependent on my mom uh, mm. driving me everywhere. Mm. Uh, and I didn't really like that. Mm. I like to be free <laughs> and do, freedom. Um, yeah, freedom. Um, so, uh, how ironic! America is the land of the free. <laughs> yeah, but not when you're a kid, <laughs> or at least kid. not in Texas. <laughs> uh, the distances between between school and between so everything is, is so big. Yeah. Um, so you went to university, studied economics. Yeah, mm. exactly, and. Um, yeah, because uh, I think economics was something that um, interested me mm. quite early. I realized that I um, was quite good at math. Mm. I liked working with numbers, which was something that I discovered in school. So I thought economics would be a good fit. And I think it was. It mm. was a good fit. Um, but also I have always had a passion for fashion. Mm -hmm. I, love, I love clothes and to express myself mm. through clothes. Mm. Um, so my dream, as as long as I can remember, always been to work with uh, fashion in some ways. Mm. And um, so when I finished my university studies, uh, my bachelor degree, I uh, just said that, okay, I'm going to apply for all the jobs that sounds interesting and uh, I don't care where it is. Mm. Uh, I'll apply and then see if I get something. Mm. And... Um, uh, I did, and it was in Borås, <laughs> which, um, yeah, it's not a lot of people maybe that moved from Stockholm to Borås, but, uh, <laughs> but I did because <laughs> I thought that this, is, uh, this could be a perfect fit. Mm. Um, yeah, so I got a role as a controller mm. um, for the studio, which I thought was really cool because then we, we had all the clothes there. We had stylists. Uh, I mean, there were shoots every day. Uh, it was just a fun environment, a very creative environment, even though I was not uh, the most creative one in the group. But uh, In control. Yeah, in control, <laughs> yeah. Um, or trying to get control. Yeah. It was a bit of chaos uh, when I started. Oh. 
but um, yeah, so so I moved there uh, when I was uh, I just turned twenty two, and um, yeah, was, uh, I learned a lot, and um, it went went really fast. Um, got to manage a lot of projects, and uh, also I think this covered my my interest for developing different processes and just making things more efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that. And then after, I think, 11 months or something, uh, I have solved all the problems <laughs> that uh, the, the department had and also uh, problems that occurred be- in between departments. So everything was running quite smooth. And I thought, maybe I should do that master's now because mm. that was always be something that I was thinking about uh, that I should do my master's degree as well mm-hmm. so um, I did that as well and then but I thought it would since I was um, since everything was running so smooth I thought I can still work and do that on the side it won't be a problem oh yeah yeah <laughs> not my my one of my best decisions so um yeah, I tried to try to work my controller job mm. uh, while doing the um, the master's degree. Mm-hmm. I guess that's when um, I started my journey mm. <laughs> in the wrong direction because mm. um, I guess uh, performance and achievements mm. a little bit got. Uh, Got too much. Got the best uh, of you. Yeah, I got yeah. the best of me. Um, yeah, that's when uh, the burnout process started. Mm-hmm. Um, it became too much. Mm-hmm. But I finished. Mm-hmm. I finished. And um, uh, I got a new job mm-hmm. at another company, uh, which I was really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, as a production manager and business developer. So mm-hmm. it was just what I was looking for but unfortunately as because also starting a new job is uh, it's a lot it's a new a lot of new things to learn and especially in a new role as well um, so unfortunately I only made it six months mm. before I crashed mm. um, uh, yeah after two and a half years of having too much on my plate. Isn't that interesting that you saw the signs two and a half years prior, but yeah. then you just keep pushing through. I keep pushing I, through. Mm-hmm. It's that burnout that didn't happen yesterday. It's mm-hmm. been coming. Mm-hmm. But we somehow ignore yeah. the signals. So is that perhaps, my next question was, who was the Olivia that walked through the door here the first time? Was that when you found the now? or? Yeah. Um, because I read that meditation uh is uh is something that's good if you're going to try to um um get through a burnout mm-hmm. i mean to get back to life mm-hmm. um so that was something that i read and i thought i i'm wi- i'm willing to try anything mm-hmm. i just want to get back in the saddle mm-hmm. and um so yeah when i stepped through the doors um i was probably desperate for some some solution mm. to the situation that i was in mm. um i need to try something something different had you tried anything before that no so this was like your first attempt yes this is gonna work yes uh and i mean because all my attempts 
uh, was more closer to like performing. I mean, running. Mabel would do yoga, but that's uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's that has, was the closest to mm-hmm. this that I had tried. But uh, no, it was very different. So but, what was your first, do you remember, if you can like go back two years ago, what was mm. your first experience with meditation here then? I remember that it was very eye-opening. Um, I remember I walked in and uh, I met Norvi. And um, it was actually a two-session meditation. So uh, I, re- I remember, oh, you never tried meditation and we're <laughs> going to do two sittings. <laughs> like, will you, oh, can you manage it? And <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Let's, <laughs> let's try. I, was, I, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Um, but I remember that... Um, yeah, it was uh, it was a very special experience. Mm. Um, I think um, because I was uh, at that time, um, I was of course super tired, but also very sad and a lot of thoughts as well. Like, how could I let this happen mm. uh, to me? Um, and in just, uh, I mean, just after the first sitting, I felt like. Oh, and this is such a release in some ways. Like mm. I was able to be a little bit more clear and I felt like when I opened my eyes, I could open them for the first time in a yeah. long time because I've been so tired. So it's always been hard to keep my eyes open. But it's like, you know, you see the world um, in a new way for the first time in a very, very long time. Wow. So it was a very nice, uh, very nice uh, experience. And... Um, yeah, and I, since I didn't know what to expect, um, but I, it was not. Uh, uh, I don't think uh, I felt that the two sessions was a problem. I just, you know, I wanted to just stay in it. You wanted it to go longer. Yeah, I wanted to go longer. I want to be here forever. Um, but um, yeah, no, I remember it quite well. So you got, you really tasted something that kept you coming back so you continued to join us and you've been through our be here now course yeah the be here now course uh, of course um, enabled me a little bit to try it at home more even though I love doing the group meditation here Mm -hmm. I I think it's very special Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, those times that I have experienced a little bit of quiet Mm -hmm. when it's you know you enter the space and it's just just empty and you feel quite light and uh, I think most of those have actually been in a group mm-hmm. um, um, I can't explain why it's just just the way it is mm-hmm. it's maybe sometimes it's easier to let uh, certain things leave some certain things um, outside um, but also um, I guess being in a group and realizing that I'm not alone as mm. well makes it a little bit easier mm. uh, because you realize that I'm not alone with having, you know, that I'm struggling. Uh, other right. people are too. Right. And just that also maybe makes it a little bit easier sometimes. Mm. Um, uh, we're in this together yeah. in some ways. And uh, also... Um, just here also, you know, sharing a little bit. Uh, it's, 
it makes you also view life a little bit like it should not take it so seriously. <laughs> uh, or maybe I should do this because, um, yeah, I am not alone. And, uh, yeah, if, if, if I feel this way, that it's nice to meditate in a group and other experience as well, you know, then we should just do it. We should mm. do it more. Mm. Um, but then it's nice to have the meditation at home as well. Right. I mean, it's something to uh, hang on to. And that's uh, yours. Yeah, that's it's yours mine. Forever. My time, yeah. Mm. I do feel like um, the Be Here Now course opened up me to be more, I mean, open to do it at home as well. Mm. And uh, I use it today. I don't meditate every day, but um, I do it regularly. Mm. And uh, yeah, I have my meditation pillow at home. So, I mean, <laughs> it's it's there. Uh, it's a good reminder. What can you say that meditation has given you? Mm. I guess more awareness of what is, how I'm actually, what's actually going on. What are my thoughts? Um, but also, like, how am I actually feeling? Um, because, and that was sometimes very tough as well, you know, to just sit with your thoughts and mm-hmm. uh, to feel sometimes how tired or, yeah, it's it's not all good because mm-hmm. you, you get more aware. And I think um, for a long time I did not listen to my body or mm-hmm. to my needs or what my intuition was telling me. I just kind of kept on going. Mm-hmm until it uh, was not possible to continue anymore. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, becoming more aware um, Mm -hmm. of what's what's going on um, in terms of thoughts and uh, also emotions Mm. uh, and to sit with that a little bit. Um, But also, of course, not to identify myself with those thoughts Mm. um, because I guess that's what we are practicing right to um not um hang on to them to you know they come knowledge. and then let them go yeah um so i guess that is uh, for me i would say that that that's what i'm practicing on mm. uh, thoughts will always come but we can let them go and mm-hmm. uh, they are not like we are not our thoughts mm. so i don't have to yeah let them control me. I don't have to um, right. listen to them right. <laughs> uh, or take action based on them right. because they can change so quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that's what I, how I would describe uh, what meditation is for me. A way to check in, to see uh, what's going on, but also to let it go. Mm. To be able to, yeah connect with myself and um, be more clear and um, I do believe that that has made uh, me um, has enabled me to make uh, better decisions for myself Mm. Um, not to um, let uh, those thoughts about performance and achievement take over Uh, and maybe they come they come. They still come. I mean, I've been there two years. They still come. Yeah, yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, but yeah. I'm. I would say that I uh, I am better now to mm. just sit still, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't have to take action on everything. Mm. Um, yeah, 
because they come and go. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. So um, can I ask, who would you recommend the now or meditation? Is there anyone that you think in particular, what kind of people can benefit from meditating? I would say anyone. But um, if I would be a little bit more specific, I would uh, definitely say young <laughs> achievers um, as myself. Um, I mean, I mean, it's not uh, uh, like my ambitions have not changed. I still want to do a lot of things and uh, I still have a drive. Um, um, but I just want, uh, I think the now has helped me a little bit in like how can I approach it in a different way mm-hmm. um, and, you know, to find balance. And so I guess for anyone who, um, yeah, who is an uh, achiever, who mm. wants a lot of things in life, I would say I would recommend now too. But I mean, young people, especially because maybe because that's the ones that I, you know, have the most interactions with mm. and I hear so much, um, maybe because I'm more open to it now, mm. but just uh, mental health yeah. uh, is something that, I mean... I get, I still get uh, taken by it that it's uh, so many people, um, especially young people, are struggling because mm-hmm. you feel like things are moving so fast and mm-hmm. you just want to move even faster. You want it all. Yeah, we want it all. And like, yeah. I need to do this. Uh, I need to, uh, I need to study. I need to work hard. I need to, you know forward I need to um, buy an apartment I need to buy a bigger one I need to mm-hmm. have these mm-hmm. things and mm. and you're never really satisfied mm. um, it's so easy to compare mm-hmm. and uh, that is a lot of pressure mm-hmm. and uh, I think um, I can only only speak for myself but when you're in that then you don't really enjoy things really and um yeah, I think uh, um, this practice as well has made me be able to enjoy things more mm. and um, yeah, be more open for things that I did not expect. And mm. it doesn't mean that it's bad. I mean, sometimes the good things happen mm. when you when you least expect it, and mm. when you just like because you're in just more in the moment and you. Allowing yeah. a little magic. In. Yeah, exactly. Or magic can be a bad word. Just allowing the unknown. The unknown, yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. Wow. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything else? You've shared so many beautiful, and I love that you shared that idea that's for high achievers because I think there's a, I think there are a lot of preconceived ideas about meditation. We hear that a lot. And one of them is that, you know, you're just going to sit and meditate and chill the rest of your life. And it's, I mean, I think nowadays we know that's not true. You can still, you you should still live your dharma, live your life, live your beautiful life, cultivate beautiful relationships, but not at the expense of your well-being. Of course. Your happiness, your mental health. So, so wonderful. It's been such a wonderful um, experience being on this journey with you for two years. And I know you're on your next chapter. There's a new bright future ahead and stepping into the unknown. Mm-hmm. So we're so um, 
so happy that you took the time to be with us today and to share your story. Um, have we left anything out? Is there anything else you'd like to share? Um, yeah, something more actually, yeah. because of course I've been talking about the now mm-hmm. and my meditation practice with other people. Yeah, and the response that I got a lot of times yeah. is. I tried meditation at home, you know, through tools or stuff like that, yes. but I'm not able to, like, there's so many thoughts that I can't, you know, I, I can't sit through it or right. I would not be able to do it regularly. But I think that's maybe a misconception a little bit that, I mean, the thoughts will come. It's, it's The practice is more about, you know, just sitting with them. Yes. Uh, because for me, I, I wish I would could say that after two years, I can just sit still and there's no thoughts coming in. But they are. It's just about maybe just being able to sit with them, you know, accept. to be, yeah, accept them. And it's been very hard at times. Mm. Um, and that's just like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay that to have, I mean, thoughts and have sometimes maybe not so nice thoughts about yourself, but mm. used to, yeah, it's not, uh, it's not the truth. Like we are not our thoughts. So yeah, I think so maybe uh, it's about establishing a new relationship with. Thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. That I think so. Idea I that think so. I can't, I no. can't get my thoughts to stop. stop. Right. That, that's uh, like, that's the goal. And in some ways, of course, I would love to, you know, get when it's just quiet and, and mm-hmm. sometimes I have. Right. But I would say most of the times it's not like mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. but just not, uh, I would not say it's bad just because I had a meditation when there's a lot of thoughts, because there's usually always something that I could get out of it. Mm-hmm. And just to be that, okay, this is what's going on mm-hmm. uh, in my mind right now. Um, yeah, to become more aware. Um, and I guess that's the first step in, uh, you know, to get somewhere else or to deal with them or whatever or just leave them alone <laughs> i love that you're sharing that thank you that's so important for people to hear beautiful thank you so much olivia thank you for joining us and we wish you well on your next adventure until we meet again yeah thank you mm-hmm.